welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram threads and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Drag Race Brazil is finally here, and the show is doing it their way. After a massive shakeup of the usual premiere format, the world has been introduced to the 12 queens vying to become the first Drag Race Brazil superstar. And it's time to talk all things Drag Race Brazil, and joining me is the always gaggy Pietro Parker. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm good, and I am so thrilled to have you here with me now i'm just gonna give you the big shout out because you made a viewing party happen in new york and that is fucking incredible congratulations yes it was a lot of fun i'm so happy that is happening here a lot of people are showing up and i'm surprised that not only brazilians attended but a lot of really drag race fans in general that mm-hmm. watch all all the franchises probably like you they were very excited well tell them to we listen really to the have- podcast next time <laughs> Okay, we really have like a 50-50 audience there, like Brazilians and non-Brazilians, and I'm so happy. It was great. That's amazing. You, you should uh, go Tell there. everyone where to find it. Every Wednesday, starting at 7 p.m. at Frankie's Pub. It's on 10th Avenue. I, I don't remember now the exact streets, but it's on 10th Avenue, Frankie's Pub. It's an amazing place. We have a party. We have like a cocktail before the episode. Then we have shows, of course, with me, and then we have the episode, and then we have a party after that. So it's really a lot of fun. Everybody should go. That's amazing. Now, I want to ask you a question when it comes to you viewing this. Now, obviously, you said you had a 50-50 Brazilians and, and drag fans. I saw on, on one of your videos that you did have the captions on. Yes. As someone who's been very critical of the captions on all of the franchises, how do they do? Well, it's it's almost perfect from what okay. I could see. I mean, I don't think it's very easy to translate a lot of the slangs and some popular expressions that we have in Brazil. But I think this is all over the world. Like every country has its mm-hmm. own expressions that when you translate to it, sometimes it doesn't make sense. It's weird right. to really bring it to life. But I would say like 90% of the time was accurate. Yeah. Based on well, what I could see. I'm glad, you, I, I'm glad you were here with me because when I say something, you're like, no, that's wrong. We're blaming the captions because that's what I base it on off. Of off, course. So. <laughs> now, friends, again, pronunciations, I apologize. I'm going to try to get better. Phonetically, it's a little different, but I'm going to tell you a secret, Pietra. Okay. I started Duolingo. I started Duolingo. So said what? Portuguese? Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Well, honestly, um, I don't think... They say that Portuguese is a very difficult language, but I think grammatically, English is most more difficult than Portuguese. So, What's interesting is obviously I I know a little Spanish because I had to take Spanish in in school. Uh, And there are certain words that sound similar. So I'm able to know that like leche is going to be milk. Trying to spell it. Oh, my God. I was like, no, 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 no. I don't know what to do. So spelling is going to be my harder part when it comes to learning Portuguese. 
Well, honestly, like Portuguese and Spanish are very similar in so many mm -hmm. words. But I mean, if if you are from like a country that only speaks Spanish, it's more difficult for them to understand Portuguese. But the other way around other is way around. easier for us to yeah. understand Spanish. So I know it's if people speak slow, then we can have a communication. But yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited to share my journey with you as I go along and you're just gonna laugh at me and be like oh my god what are the what a stupid American but it's gonna I'm excited to learn that's nice it's always good to learn something new absolutely all right well, as always I must leave a disclaimer this is an entertainment podcast we are discussing the reality TV show character sets presented to us through reality TV production we are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see we react to what is presented yes these are real people that have been getting the opportunity to go on television to share their craft but they've also put themselves in a position to be discussed what is said on the podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show. How did you feel about your premiere of Drag Race Brazil? Well, um, I'm very excited because, as we mentioned before, it's been so long, right, that we've been, we've been waiting for this to happen. So besides everything, I'm more excited that we're finally having Drag Race Brazil. So I was happy to watch it because I have, like I said, many friends in the season close mm -hmm. friends that I'm really happy for them. And the fact that we have our own franchise is also very exciting. So I was more happy than anything else, like besides what we're going to discuss about the episode, because I, I have a lot of things to talk about it. But most of the part, I mean, 100% of the time, I was very happy and proud, you know, that yeah. we were having this moment. Absolutely. I, I will say that I thought it was a pretty damn good premiere. It was definitely different, which for me, it's nice to break things up and make things a little different. So let's go through it. Let's see our okay. workroom. And if it looks vaguely familiar, well, it should. The Drag Race Mexico workroom got a paint job. And I got to say, these colors are magnificent. It feels so beautiful and tropical. I was very impressed by the set. Yes, me too. It's very big too, right? The workroom looks very mm -hmm. huge on on the TV, and but I I also think that I don't understand why they don't have their own space in Brazil to record this because I know they have I know the reasons like Latin American Paramount Plus Studios are in Colombia. Yeah, right. It's right. money, but. I mean, if they have to get like all the queens to fly to Colombia and then hotel, and then I think and they have the guest money judges too, and the yeah. guest no, judges too. So I think it will be cheaper. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but it makes sense, like logically speaking, to create a studio in Brazil where you know everybody's there. Right? I, I I have a feeling uh, this will launch careers this is going to do great we're going to get a second season i yeah. i could see them being like all right we tried it we did the, the quote cheaper version now let's outsource it and really make it a great hopefully because i think brazil season. is going to be a very huge franchise of drag race so Absolutely. i think they're going to invest more you know in all, all the aspects and hopefully because it makes more sense for them to make it in brazil but you know, now if you were like me, hella thrown by how the room is set up. Well, friends, get used to another seasons of things not tracking the same way. Uh, the videos not screen is not in the same place. The stairs are not in the same. It's okay. It's just how it's just how this studio works. Get used to it. You you you'll follow along. Let's go through our queens. 
Is it true that NASA needs to be studied by Brazilian people? Baby, I came to teach. It's NASA. She is 22 years old and out of drag. I would snuggle with her. She's a cutie. She is. And, you know, she looks cute out of drag, too. So a lot of mm -hmm. people are really like, you know, uh, she yeah. has all the recipe for success nowadays on te television. She's young. Absolutely. She's pretty. She's cute out of drag. And she's fresh and full of energy. So, of course, everybody's living for her. She says she is charismatic, gracious, and on top of that, she's messy and likes kikiing. Uh, what about kai kaiing? I'm sure she likes to do that too. Who doesn't? She I says mean, she is the. <laughs> you don't have to share your escapades. I won't. Okay, sorry, sorry. I was excited. Okay. <laughs> she says she's the first one to arrive and the last one to leave. Okay, well, she will. We'll see how that turns out. Her look is by Gampo88. I think this is very cute, fun, and flirty. She reminds me of Drag Race Italia 2's Nedlenia's kid sister. Very similar paint. Um, I like the pigtails, but I want them a bit grander. I wish she was wearing a necklace on. It does scream a bit pedestrian, but I feel like for what we've learned about her so far, I think the work, the look worked. What did you think yeah. of her entrance look? Well, honestly, it's not something that I would wear for an entrance look, but I also understand that you know, in this past years, what we've seen on some queens entering the workroom, they're not really sometimes something that impresses us at the first moment. But then throughout the season, we see so many mm -hmm. gag worth looks, right? So for me, didn't cause an impression for uh, an entrance because for me, it's also like the moment that everybody's going to see you for the first time. So right. you really have to show who you are. But I understand too those queens that really decide to get you know like a basic look and just impress and everybody during the season. Sometimes yeah. you don't know if you're about to do like a photo shoot or something, and you don't want to get something destroyed that you paid thousands. That's of dollars a very on. good point. So we understand, but I I think you're right. I think it was it was fine. So I'll give it like a soft two. Yeah, me too. Very soft. <laughs> Audience, fifty five percent toot, forty five percent boot. More than a diva. A diva more. It's the one behind the beautiful diva more. She lives in Rio de Janeiro and she is 21 years old. And then you double that. Uh, how cute. I like that gameplay. That's how I'm going to be when I get to that age. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I mean, I think she's funny and she mm -hmm. is weird, which I love weird queens. And she knows that she is different. And her look is a very good look. Very yeah. cohesive. So I, very I think funny. her... Yeah, so I, I, off the bat, like, professional, she, uh, I'm going to give her credit. She looks like she can pass for, like, a 20-something with that hat on. I was like, okay, you, you look oh beautiful. God. Good for you. Yes, totally. The power of makeup. <laughs> <laughs> she says she is gorgeous, fashionista, camp, and funny. Um, yeah, so this look. No designers are listed. Um, I love that she's giving you the fly who's ready to sissy that walk. Um, it's very difficult to appreciate this look on camera because black is a very hard color to read on camera, but she did play with textures to help break up the monotony of the black. I think the hair being the insect head is so camp. The makeup is really pretty. I would have loved a bit more color, but I'm not mad at this. Now I want you to help me out. And as you explain in your thoughts on the look, um, is there any significance to the palm leaves she's holding? Is that a reference to something? 
Probably it is, but I don't really know about it. Okay. But and uh, is she an ant or something? That's what I. I think reading. she was a fly. I believe her Instagram says something about Blair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know, but probably there is a reference. But okay. I really like it. Like you said, like even though it's black, it's not just a plain black. You know, she plays with textures right. and and the shininess on that, you know, front of the dress and the hair mm -hmm. and the hose on. I think I like it. I like it very much. I did too. It's a toot for and, me. Yeah, it's a totally toot for me. Audience, 77% toot, 23% poop. Naza and Diva will embrace and seemingly meet for the first time. Naza notes that to us that Diva has a big personality. What she likes is that's what she has too. It's all about what she's about. They mentioned the carnival of it all in regards to the workroom. Listen, if that color palette is the hotel color palette for me on a vacation, I mean, know that I'm going to have like a gay old time. You know, drag race, I, I mean, I notice like every time they go to another country, they try to be the most um, literal about that place and yeah. like, oh, Re Brazil, carnival, let's put feathers and you know, birds and parrots, which is fine, but I mean, I like it. I would be very happy if I enter in a work room being a Brazilian. Right, it's bright the... and happy in the morning. And that's how to show also to the world. Some people say like, oh, we are more than that. Yes, we are. But this is television, this is entertainment, and this is like to reach the more people possible, mm -hmm. right? So I think it's great. And I, I really love the colors. In, in the now, I will, I will know. I don't know if you noticed it, but it was in this moment that I saw the um, workroom tables. They had yeah. feet. Yeah. They had feet. What was that but about? Didn't they have that in Mexico too? I don't know. I don't remember it being, maybe it was the colors being a little more prominent, but um, in there the, the were furry feet. Furry uh well, you know, that's, I don't think feathers. that's anything related to the Brazilian culture. Okay. It's just, okay. you know, uh, let's make it gayer and put, like, legs <laughs> with heels. I don't know. I'm probably. here for it. Yeah. Diva will tell Naza that this is a dream. If it is a dream, don't wake her up. Uh, same, sis. Actually, you know what? Someone pause Drag Race for an entire month and let me sleep. I desperately need sleep. Oh, I can imagine. Could you imagine? Could you imagine one month without Drag Race? I think RuPaul would cry. She would have no money coming in. I mean, I don't think we have that anymore, do we? No, we have not. We've not had a single week without a, one episode of Drag Race. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And I heard that there are other ones making, you know, they're going to make more different countries. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, that's And the then there's also the All-Stars and there's the Global All-Stars and there's mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. Drag is all over the world. Thank God. Did you ask for a photographer? But this is my moment. And yes, children who are watching, that is what we call a Polaroid camera. Uh, very <laughs> on brand. I loved it. Um, okay. Daddy is in the house. As some of the fans of this podcast said, hello, trade. It is Bichina Polaroid. She is 46 years old from Rio de Janeiro. Um, daddy. That, that is daddy. Yeah, hey daddy, Bettina, you know, <laughs> everybody like when they started releasing, you know, the information about the queens and some people didn't know Bettina outside of Rio de Janeiro and they're like, oh my God, who is this? Who is this? And then, you know, the gays are thirsty 
Yes. Every time they they started seeing Bettina in the confessionals, they're like, "Ooh, really, Daddy?" And Bettina mm-hmm. is really playing along with that, you know. And uh, especially her. her her part in the music video that we're gonna talk about later mm-hmm. when she says, "Come to my studio" or something like that. Everybody's now like, "I wanna go to Bettina's studio," like I it's crazy. That. Yes. She says she is a chameleon and plural as well as a paradox because she's analog and digital, vintage and postmodern, elegant and ratchet, glamorous and rock and roll. And if you know me, I love me some glam rock. So she is singing my tune. The look is by Gabriela Andrande. As Naza will say later, this look could have been improved, but I know who she is from this look. I love the leather and the harness elements. The hair is rocker chic. The snake print was my least favorite part. Um, I think the purple eyeshadow gives you the 80s metal fantasy, but the matching purple lip looked like she may have made out with a troll. That being said, I like her vibe. I dig her energy. This is probably going to be one of the big stars of the season. I totally agree. Like, and especially knowing Bettina, I know how artistic she is and how outside of the box she thinks. So I'm very excited. And when we, when you saw, when you see that look, you like I said, you know who she is. She's a punk rock diva. And when she she mentions something about her hair, like, oh, don't mind my hair. I just came here on a motorcycle. I love that. I mean, that says who yeah. she is. And that look tells me that, too. So I know it's simple, it's but, you know, if you compare her look to Naza's look, I still get That's hers. True. I think hers is better. So, yeah, it's a toot for me, for sure. Audience, 60% toot, 40% boot. As Patina is doing her entrance, Nanza will call her beautiful while Dave notes that she's her friend and we have her first connection from the season. Mm-hmm. Nanza says she likes her aesthetic and that she brought a camera but feels like her outfit can be improved. Okay. Diva and Patina will hug it out and it is in this moment that I noticed uh, Bettina's look was not closed in the back, um, which is a choice. I think it was a very interesting styling choice. Oh, I didn't um, say that. Yeah, it was. It might have been how it was cut, but it was, I was like, oh, there's a lot of skin showing. Now, Bettina will call out Naz's top falling off as the camera sneakily will show us her fixing her top. Yeah. Um, it's called Fashion Tape Diva. Go buy one. Or make the right <laughs> measurements for your outfit. That's true. <laughs> Bettina will tell the girls that her hair is like this because she just came off a bike. And Bettina is shaking, but gagged to be there. She had a really interesting episode where you could tell that the show wants her to be a big player. She's a narrator, definitely. Um, but she felt a little timid. And in and the confidence is like, you could tell that this is a big deal for her. You know what? Like, you know, before Drag Race, Bettina was really not doing a lot of shows anymore. She, she was kind mm-hmm. of on a pause. She just did like, sporadically present sometimes or like a, a festival here or you know once in a while performing but she was not working full-time drag for a long time at least that i know so and also she so for her to be there you know she, it's probably you know scary also because she yeah. didn't have you know a lot of time doing drag before the shootings and i remember when when the auditions were happening we we went to to have lunch, me, her, and her partner. And then she mentioned, I auditioned, but I don't know because I haven't been doing this, but I know that I'm very artistic, so I just showed them what I do. I was like, yes, girl, I can totally see you there. So I understand, and also her voice, right? Like, oh, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this is happening. 
this is like amazing and that's a character i love bettina absolutely the cookie monster is here her name is melazine sparkle but you can call her mel melu tramp what do you call her puta like she said like capariga <laughs> like prostitute mm-hmm. no yeah she's very cute get her some cookies and all the pastel markers known to humankind this bitch in confessional is giving you a pastel fantasy and i kind of love it um that hair and she's a fun cutie patootie isn't she she is and she's a great personality for tv she's happy exciting yeah she makes all those faces we love a face queen yes she says she's crazy and extravagant and colorful she likes to be the center of attention she's expansive she's cheerful and she's also a maid in case you need one i need one come over i will provide you a uniform a a drag queen that likes to be the center of the universe god shocking okay the look at them i didn't see anyone listed um no designers listed but i need to know who made this because i love this so fucking much it speaks to me it's like Silky Nutmeg Ganache is going to want to munch, munch, crunch, crunch on her. I love how theatrical and campy this is. She is using vinyl in a brilliant fashion. The colors are right. The pink hair fits her personality. The fascinator is so cute. What I will ask for is a necklace. Please, at DragCon, I will introduce you to my friends at Ant Accessories. We will get you a fabulous cookie-inspired necklace to match this look. (laughs) Absolutely one of my favorite looks I've seen. Yes, same. I just feel like I want to eat her. That look is right? so right. It's so good to see, like the color combination, the the coffee, and then the pink hair, and then the milk on top of her head. I mean, it's not the most original look that there are out there, but it's definitely a statement. Like, look, bitch, absolutely. I worked on my my outfits. This is this is construction. This is like yeah, campy and drag. So. This is just the answer's look, I would say. Maybe. Right? I was very, very happy with this. It's an absolute toot for me. For me, too. Very good. Very good look. Audience, 95% toot, 5% boot. Now, Diva will call her perfect as she makes her way over to see friends old and new. She can't believe Naza is there as they give each other a huge hug. Now, we're going to hear them discuss how someone came to charge them as it seems that Melazine will pay Naza. Are we assuming that... She made a look for her or something? Probably, yeah. I saw that too. But maybe, actually, I took it as a joke because probably they okay. were like, okay. she's there every time she's somewhere. She sees Naza. It's like Naza is going after gotcha. her. But I don't know. Okay. Melazine will meet the old ladies of the bunch and then tell us that she would send Naza's look packing. Uh, she says the bar is low and hopes she raises it. Uh, we love Shade Sisters. <laughs> That's what I want to see in the season. Naza knows that Melazine is competition, but thinks she can handle it. Now, Melazine will tell the girls that she didn't have gloss, so she used wig loom. I have never heard true. this before. Um, no. Surely that wouldn't end well if that's true. I don't think that's true. Kids, don't do that at home. Don't try yeah, that. Yeah, please do not. We do not endorse that. Not at all. No. I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so either. Who is from BH? That's me. It's Aquarella. She's 26 and she's not wearing glasses in confessional, but we are going to talk about the glasses of it all. She tells us that she is a short-sighted queen as her glasses are negative 12, which means she sees us 12 times uglier. Yeah. 
She will serve, she will give makeup, and she says she's more theatrical and comical, and she's ready to entertain you. Her look is by J. Kyle Hyo, Veronica, and Aria Dreams. It's very colorful. It's giving clown without the glamour. I do like the attention to detail with the asymmetry. She's paired the inverse blue on blue circles on the opposite arm and leg. She's got the fuchsia on the opposite arm and leg. There's a balance and cohesion. It's just a lot to take in. I do think her makeup is very engaging. I wish the color was the same fuchsia so she would match the single panel, but she did match the single panel of draped fabric in peach, but she's got her own drag style and she's showcasing that. And I think that's very important. Yeah, I think, you know what, before Drag Race, when I followed her on social medias, I never noticed that she wear glasses when she's in drag, like, all the time. You know, mm -hmm. because probably she only posts more pictures when, without the glasses, so I didn't right. have any idea that she wear glasses all the time, because she has to, and, and she's allergic to contact, so there's no way she cannot, you know, she can just right. do drag without the glasses. But I like it, and I think this is, like... It's something that makes her different in a way. And, you know, we also have to celebrate difference in drag and having someone Absolutely. that has to wear glasses because it's part of their, you know, the way they are. I think it's amazing. I love this look. I think she's very clown. And I I have for me that drag comes from clown, like in a way or the mm -hmm. other. It doesn't matter where you get your inspirations from. There's a clown somewhere there. So Absolutely. I think she brings that on her look. I love the hair, the yellow hair, the makeup, and the different colors and patterns. This is very clown for me, and I think she did it very well. I will give a toot. For I will sure. give her. I'll give her a soft toot. In the audience, they're a little more mixed. Fifty-five percent toot, forty-five percent boot. And speaking of drag artists who do wear glasses, I want to give a shout out to New York's own Amanda Massacre, who she wears her glasses when she does. She wears glasses too. Well. Okay. I mm -hmm. only think that Aquarella was a little bit shy in her entrance. She I was. She was she yeah. Was, she's learning. She's getting there. Yeah. Well, after delivering her entrance line, she will head to the girls. Well, they will tell her she's hypnotizing them. She seems to know no one in this group, though Bettina knows her work from social media. She calls her a great makeup artist and knows her great personality. So what does Aquarella do besides be an amazing drag queen? What question is that, Diva? You don't ask that question to somebody. Well, but they, they always, there's always someone that asks that there's question in the workroom. I would, if I were there, because, you know, I already thought about it many times, if that situation happened to me, I would lie the shit out of everything. Like, oh, I do this, 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 and this. I don't care. Well, I don't we have to learn. give them my my resume. <laughs> you don't need a resume. <laughs> we will learn that she's a performer, a DJ, and makeup artist, and she'll deliver whatever you want. And Melazine tells her if she knew she was delivering, she'd order a pizza. That's my kind of humor. Right. I love that. Yes. And Melazine, I think she's going to bring that a lot during the season Absolutely. based on these first moments. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to stick a bar of soap in your mouth? Miranda Lebrow. Uh, tell me about this reference. Actually, I didn't get the reference, but then someone... Okay show that uh, there was a comedy um, series in Brazil that someone, like there was a wife talking to her husband, like, why don't you shut up and put a soap inside your throat and okay. swallow it? You know, I they are kind of relating this too, but there's not really like a clear reference for me, but that's okay all right well it's miranda labrao and she is 33 and i'm sorry y'all you are going to hear me say this a million times this season and this episode 
her and Davina DeCampo are fucking long lost twins. That is my DDC in that confessional. Just wait for the music video. Yeah. Oh my God. Miranda says she is a host, a theater queen, and above all, a communicator. She says she's someone who's trying to break silences and through drag, she found a way to speak up and break barriers to make things differently. Um, and yes, here is another narrator this season. She is going to be talking a lot, and I'm here for it. I think in general, the queens, I don't know, if, I cannot talk about everybody from the whole country, but the queens from Rio and people from Rio in general, we like to talk a lot. So we have five queens from Rio, I think. So everybody talks a lot. So I think we're going to see a lot of people talking. Miranda is one of them, which which is fun. It's good to, to see someone yeah. that talks a lot so we can understand everything that's going in their mind. Absolutely. There's no designers listed for her look, but it's very vintage and fun and playful and camp. And I like it. But the pattern was driving me a little dizzy. I okay. really love that she looks like she came from being on a Vespa. The hair is incredible. A brilliant shade of blonde. I love her paint. She's very skinny. She's very skinny. And and her face and her expressions to her, like, just looking at it, you feel like you want to laugh. Because yeah, she says, she's so she, she says, you know, weird things and looking very serious. So that's crazy. I love the look, too. Yeah. I love the wig. I love the... I don't know how to call that. A bandana that she wear. Yeah. Yeah, I like very it. Well done. I like, yeah. It's a toot. It, it's a toot, yeah. Audience, 77% toot. 23% poop. Tina can't believe what she's seeing. Um... I think she was reading her look. I'm not sure. But Miranda tells us that Patina is basically her twin sister. Her older. Older. <laughs> yeah. I think they look very much alike. They do. Melzine can tell that Miranda at first look. Her first look is a competition as she's fierce and experienced and scares her a bit. Now, Diva and Miranda will have a little slap fight to say hello. As obviously now we have three girls in the room who are friendly with one another. Yeah. Diva will tell Miranda that she didn't know she had the mumps referring to her headscarf. So petty. Uh, that's sisterly love again. Yeah. And Miranda will tell us that she thinks Diva's polish makes her comp competition. Miranda finds Naza very basic, but when she looks at her, she knows she'll be great. They will then make a reference to where they ended up and how Rio's subway line is growing. Um, because, yes, friends, they are filming in Colombia. Right. And a lot of queens from Rio. Three already. Miranda wants to lick everything to make sure it's real. And I say, don't be like Arizona Brandy. Not yet. Don't lick the stage. Um, it's not sanitary. <laughs> right. And you know also what uh, what some people are saying in Brazil, that Rio is the new New York in Drag Race. Oh, because, absolutely. Yeah. But and, I think you're gonna, gonna be that's going to change. The gap. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm everywhere. Tina will point out that they... They don't know if this is going to be like heaven or hell. And Diva says, it'll be like heaven with a little bit of hell, to which Miranda's like, looking like that. Diva punches back <laughs> that she taught her everything she knows. Reading challenge is on already. I can't wait to see the library. Me too. They're like, what a cast. There's, there's six of us. Surely that's not enough. But suddenly the alarm sounds. Something is not right. A premiere season of Drag Race with only six queens? What's to come? Bettina's saying she doesn't know where to look sent me because they're like, this is not a workroom we've studied before for over a decade. This is different. Like, where are we supposed to focus? 
finally yeah. the video screen turns on where we get our grag message uh her look was very cute i thought she looked adorable i love i love the way she looks on that tv i think she actually i love greg i mean she's fabulous but as because we never knew how she would go as a host we didn't right. know what to expect and honestly i think she surprised everybody i mean everybody was mm-hmm. so happy oh, we're gonna talk about it Absolutely. yeah she looks very she- good she tells, he tells Long Wendy over, drag races in Brazil and the dreams they have had just came true. She teases them and us that they are the first to arrive, but not the only ones. Diva will tell us that they were curious who the host was. Now, listen, there's a fucking giant portrait of Grag Queen in the room, like in eyesight. Did they not know who was hosting before filming? Or, or, or is that like a... Oh my god! Before filming, before filming, they didn't know for sure. But I think when you okay. when they got there, it's impossible not to notice Greg's pictures everywhere. Right. So right. the moment that Greg showed up, I think they already knew, of course. But before now, filming, nobody knew. There no, were speculations, of know. course. Right. There was a lot of speculations. I mean, I yeah. said the second that the bitch won the Queen of the Universe, she was hosting. Like, no matter what, the second the season was announced, she was hosting. Were there any other people that were speculated uh, to take the job? Yeah. Yeah, they were speculating on Gloria Groove, uh, another Brazilian drag queen singer, very mm-hmm. famous. And some people saying Pablo Vittar, but not really no. like 100% people are trusting that one. But Gloria Groove, it was a very big name at that time. It was between Luke Gloria... Paul never let Pablo Vittar ever host. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this. Okay, you don't have to. You don't have but to. yeah. But yeah. Greg graces the stairs, popping out like Lolita Banana does on Drag is Mexico. Now that Greg is here, let's analyze her boy look. I love it. I love that she's giving you gay casual. Uh, lime green short suit with a fuchsia trim. I would like one in teal, please. It's very nice. It's very fun. I love it, too. I mean, yeah. it's drag. It's drag race. Why it's... do you have to be just regular? Exactly. We'll watch the girls run to their mark because clearly the camera and production team didn't advise them where to go and when to do it. Greg welcomes them as the pioneers on Drag Race Brazil. They're making history and dreams coming true. Let's talk about the prize package, which will include a year's supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills cosmetics, a crown and scepter from dear friends of the podcast and accessories. Uh, fun fact, I did get to see it as it was being created in December, so I've known about it for a while. Um, oh. And 150,000 reas. Um, I said it wrong. How do you say it? Hey, Ice. Hey, yes. Hey. Oh, hey. Hey. Hey, ice. Hey, ice. Yes. Hey, ice. Okay. How can you tell me how that translates to American dollars? Do you know what the conversion is? About $10. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's like probably like $50,000 around that. Not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, and the winner each week will get a pin. I have not right. bought this pin yet, so if someone would like to send me one, they can go get it. Well, um, you can go to my viewing party on Wednesday. You might get one. <gasps> oh my god, Josh. Who knows? Just one. saying. Uh, I, I just bought four, the, four, the four most recent pins before this one was dropped. I'm like, let me wait till the next drop, because we're going to get Germany this week. We're going to get UK and Italy soon, so... 
Did you see the guy that like my tattoos his whole body with the name of all the queens from all the Drag Race seasons? Did you see that? No. All his body, he has the name of all drag queens from all over the world, from all the seasons. And he just make a tattoo with okay, all the queens you're gonna from have Brazil. To send me this. Okay, you're gonna I'll, send, I'll me send this. you. Yes. But I need to, but before you do, do you know if he included that one queen from season 12? Probably he did. Oh, he bet I bet he regrets that. <laughs> I mean, maybe not because he did the drag race of Brazil names like maybe one week after they revealed the queens. Okay, I don't know okay. if so he they're, followed they're that. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Now we're gonna bypass a mini challenge and go straight to the maxi challenge where they will create lyrics for a brand new song, sing, choreograph, and film a gag-worthy video, all in the first episode. Were you surprised not to have a photo shoot? I I was not surprised of the photo shoot because you know it would be the obvious thing to do, but I, I was surprised that this would was the main challenge already for the first episode. Yeah. Create the lyrics, choreograph, shoot a video. I think you know, Brazilians are not used to this yet, right? Mm -hmm. It's different when when you watch Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race, and then when you're there. So for the first season, for the first episode where everybody needs to get, you know, used to the camera, so the crew filming, I think right. this is too much for a first episode. And I think I, that's I related to the result. I agree because on Drag Race Philippines too, they started with uh, separate groups and a girl group challenge. But that's also because they were reacting to the phenomenon that came out of their girl group challenge from season one, which was in the middle of the season. Mm -hmm. So that one made a little more sense. This one, I I, I agree, it was it was oh it was jarring. Um, but hey, here we are. To help the girls, Greg is giving them a pop melody to work with, and like the good girls they are, the girl band is called As Good Girls. Greg summons the pit crew, and um, yummy, they will be available to be used as models in their video. Cree, 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 cree. Nobody saw them. <laughs> no one saw them. They were not used. I don't think so. Oh, we're going to talk well, about other things that were, are not used in this video either. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. There were not there. There were a lot of things that we didn't see. I can't wait to find out what's actually on the cutting room floor. Anyway, to add on to the pressure, their extra special guest judge this week will be singer, dancer, queen of the memes, and twerking, Gretchen. Tell us about Gretchen. Oh, my God. I think that was the best choice for first episode. Gretchen is, like, really the queen of the internet. I don't know if you've seen her face before. You know, a little bit, yeah. Names. She definitely had a, a face of scene. She even was, she was part of Katy Perry's music video. Mm -hmm. The one, Yeah, yes. so because of the internet and because of the memes. So she's the queen. She's an icon, actually. She's a singer from the 80s. She's the queen, actually, of the let's say the butt of Brazil because her butt is very famous because okay. in the okay. 80s she she used a lot of you know sexy underwear um, sexy outfits that highlighted her butt so she became the queen of butt things that you only see in Brazil girls and guys and everybody I'm here for it queen of butt now the queen of butt is me period there but, it is but yes she's amazing Latina used to impersonate her when she was five, while Miranda is named as such because of Gretchen Miranda. With all right. the excitement presented, it's time to get out of drag. The queens will take a spot by the mirrors to become their alter ego. 
And Naza believes she's still the prettiest out of drag. Of this six, who is the prettiest mm. out of drag? Oh my god, do I have to say one name? You can well, be nice and say multiple names if you would like. No, actually, if I come to think of it, during uh, uh, I think I will pick Bettina. It's more like okay. oh, and Melusine too. Bettina, Melusine, so cute. yeah, so cute. Davis happy yeah, to see familiar Naza, faces. Until... It's a little bit exhausting. It's exhausting to be hearing her say how beautiful she is and pretty she. <laughs> I don't know. I have a you want to slap like that, that twink, don't you? I like bitch wake up. It's <laughs> stop relying on that beauty, baby. Diva is happy to see familiar faces and tells Miranda that you can't even tell she had bobs, still with the shade. Miranda will say that Diva talks a lot and she says she will be talking until the end. Let's see if that will play out. It's time to get to writing as we get a can't sneak peek at the lyrics on their clipboards. Um, and I gotta say, uh, that was not a very helpful guide to the girls, just having the chorus. Like, where is the breakdown where the verses are supposed to go? Everything was horrible about this music, okay? I mean, first of all, the beat doesn't translate Brazil at all. It's very generic Brazil. Like, if you think of a beat, like, it's like they, they do with samba here in the United States uh -huh. when they they try to emulate this Brazilian samba. They do whatever beat. Oh, right. no. There was... People cannot relate to that beat. I mean, and, and also, even though it's not a very Brazilian beat, but the beat is weird. It, it, it sounds like it was made on a toy keyboard, you know, electronic, Probably. whatever. It was not, you know, uh, inspiring for me. Yeah. So uh, everything was yeah, about and that it, mix. And it's interesting. Like, I don't recall ever seeing, like, a sheet like they were given so i'm very curious if this is how other iterations of the show um break down their music for the queens so one day i'll find out that kind of question from our girls this is a big task for the first challenge and miranda is convinced she'll fuck it up and summons the power of gretchen to help her diva says it's very hard to create out of nothing have you ever written and recorded a song yeah i read i read yeah, and record i mean before this song that I wrote, I think two years ago, I always liked to write. So I write poems. Yeah. I really write, like to write. So this is not a problem for, for me. And I actually recorded a song called Balling in Beverly Hills with a friend of mine, Brazilian in LA. And then we made a music video, which is amazing. So the experience was very great. When I entered the studio, not to brag, but everybody was very impressed by my, you know, Talent in rapping in English and Portuguese too. It was fun. I think I did a great job. I think I wouldn't fuck too much up in this, you nice. know, challenge. Now, despite talking a big game, Naza says this was one of the challenges she was worried about. Miranda will suggest they split into pairs so they can help each other out, which is a very interesting strategy. Do you think she came up with it or did the producers tell her to do that? To do the choreography? No, to split up uh, and write lyrics together. Well, I think they just, I, I think, I have no idea because we never know what happens right behind the cameras. Right. But I would imagine that they just wanted to be safe 
and have someone helping. So that would be less, yeah. And I I also feel like know, because it's the first episode they wanted like duos so you can learn about the individuals a little better than having them all sit together. Yeah, because they were not gonna you know interact between them right. during their shootings, right? So exactly. I don't I don't see why the the production would put them together to create any kind of drama or something like, oh, I don't like this. Right. I don't like that because it's not their part. So I don't know. We will have Miranda and Bettina stay at the table. And Miranda's like, what if we just scream? And I was like, I feel that energy. I get that. Bettina shares that the melody is hard for her because she hasn't gotten how to place the lyrics in the song. And we rarely ever see the queen struggle with this part, but I've always assumed it's not as easy as it looks without like direct guiding of placement. Yeah. I mean, everything would be very difficult for the first time. You're the first time in the workroom and then there's all the lights and cameras and then you have this and you're scared that you're going to be eliminated because there's only six people there. So if right. you're less impressive than the other five, you might go home. So I can even see them having like a black a blank on their mind, like not yeah. able to create anything. Now I don't want to spoil anything for you, so you don't have to tell us anything. But you have aspirations for Drag Race. Are you someone who has already like written out rhymes and lyrics and things that you could potentially use for a remix if you get on the show? I I haven't done it because this is something that I I'm really good at. So my like w- the lyrics that I wrote for my song I wrote in like five minutes. Oh, nice. It, it, I I really have this in my mind. I know how to write and rhyme and everything. So I never thought about it. I thought about other stuff, but not about writing something prior to if I make it or not. Because I know I can make That's it. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So. Bettina tells Miranda that she is all about absurdity as she entered talking about eating soap and advises her to follow the absurd path. We'll check in with the kiddos, Melazine and Naza, who are staring at each other, dumbfounded about what to do. Melazine sees the other queens inspired, but she is not making any progress. She's desperate. She's thinking about writing about cliches. Naza is thinking about writing about illusions, where in the song it will sound like she's seducing you. Okay, that's a good, interesting choice, a good direction to mm-hmm. go in. Melazine is like, that's cute, but also added in some humor. Do you think tracks like this require the queens to be humorous? I think they have to be, because at the end of the day, unless it's like a very political statement, a very thing that is very strong, a strong message, I think you need to be funny. I need to, I think you need to use your humor as much as you can because people want to be entertained they want to laugh absolutely aquarella and diva are at the final table and aquarella thought it would be a choreography challenge to start the season meanwhile diva just wanted a photo shoot ah the good old days of drag race photo shoot in a <laughs> right not anymore aquarella is going to write come to my world come live my clown realness and she will really dive headfirst into the circus theme of it all Diva likes it, but advises her to follow the rhythm as she can rap with what she's writing. Though, is it right for the song? This is going to cause some chaos in the brain for Aquarella. The girls are about to get a little slap happy and now yelling at each other to be quiet as to not disrupt the creative process. The shade's coming out again. Now, when you create, do you need to be by yourself or and be in a place of like peace and quiet with no distractions? 
I prefer, I prefer because I'm very focused, focused on what I want to yeah. do. And if there are a lot of people talking and telling me what to do, maybe you should do this. I get annoyed by it. So I prefer to yeah. have my moment. What's crazy for me is I, when I was doing playwriting and all that stuff, when I was writing all the time, uh, not that I could do that anymore. Um, I would always either have music playing or I would have like background TV show because I need noise because silence scares me. Yeah, so, I mean, some people are like that show. Some, I mean, everyone it, has a different a, process. Yeah, of course. I, I want to try to do my makeup listening to classical music because I, uh -huh. I heard that it's inspiring and good. But I'm always watching like a series on the background. Absolutely. You know, and every time I do my makeup, I don't know what happens. I drink a lot of water. It's the the moment of the day that I drink more water is when I'm doing my makeup. It's crazy. I hope they have water now, in the workroom. I've now started to listen to classical music to try to help me fall asleep because some, sometimes I'll put a podcast on. I'm like, no, I want to listen. So I'll listen to classical music. There's just the sound. I've used the 1812 Overture. I have not gone past four minutes uh -huh. into it before I passed out. <laughs> so it's working. Oh my God, that's good. I'm going to try it tonight because I'm having difficulties sleeping lately. <laughs> Melazine knows that they have to have something ready in case Greg will appear. She's a smart cookie, uh, but not this time. There's no walkthrough. We are heading straight to the recording session on the main stage. Greg is ready to record with As Good Girls, but each one will come in for a solo session with no other queen present. I kind of like that. I really do like that. Yeah, me too. Especially coming from her that won a very big yeah. competition about singing and writing lyrics. She's a singer too, right? That's her main yeah. thing. So, I will say from the start that Greg is in her element and took so much care and time with each queen. I was extremely impressed and I love this session so much. So let's go through them. Naza joins Greg first and she is super nervous to be with the voice of Brazil. Does Naza have the pipes? She won't say no, but she won't say yes either. You can't. You, I mean, I am a little bit delusional. If I don't know how to to do something, if someone someone asks me if I know how to do it, in that situation, Smile I would say yes. Nod. Yes, of course. <laughs> but Naza you know, has the lyrics. It's difficult. It is. Naza has lyrics, but tells Greg that there were some stumbles, but it all worked out. Let's find out. Naza gets behind the mic and the music plays and she's like, when do I start? We are really making the girls do the most. Yeah. No she's experience in this. No one has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Greg is like, just fly the fuck out of the nest, little birdie. Just try it. Just go do it. Greg telling her to go with her guts was bold. But when Naza goes, she's not a singer, but she's got conviction. She tried. She really did. Greg will Is tell that her what to check think? the pitch and what say it again? Is that what you think? Like I or... think so. I think she had conviction. Okay. Uh Greg will tell her to check her pitch, and the bitch has the nerve to sing the notes for her. Like, listen, we get it. You are the queen of the universe. We will bow down to thee. You sound amazing. Right. You can't compare, by the way. It's no. it's not fair. <laughs> not at all. 
She will tell her to not be nervous as she is a drag queen. Just calm down and think about enunciation and pitch, which is great advice. And I know it's intimidating, but I think Greg really got Nazza to at least understand that this is fun. Drag is fun. Yeah. I think she did that to all the queens. Like she made them yeah. to feel comfortable. Okay, even though you never did this before, just relax because it's not something, it's not like a monster gonna eat you up here. Just go with it. Next up is Bettina, who is also a bit nervous, but she thinks she's got the lyrics. Greg will ask her about her relationship to singing and music, and Bettina will say that she is good at karaoke. She used to feel better. I feel you, girl. Um, What's your go-to Same. karaoke song? Oh, Christina Aguilera, for sure. I love screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Bettina will talk about her throat, to which Greg will run with it and be like, it's likely had action. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. She's probably used her throat for many things. Oh, of course. <laughs> as a good as a good girl from Rio, she knows how to do it. Bettina gets behind the mic because there is no sleep at Drag Race. Bettina is not a singer, and Greg's face is like, "Well, we do have some work to do." Where's the audition? Greg will first question her about her lyrics choices as Bettina says she's staying on brand as a photographer. Greg says the lyrics are fun, but now she has to sing. Just trust yourself. Sing out and strike a pose. It's time for a visit from Melazine, who tells Greg that she sometimes feels she is swallowing people. Her feelings are swallowing people up and wanted to add that to the song. So she will bring her voice to mama's ears. Melazine is very timid on her first take. The lyrics are cool, but the singing part was not quite there. So Greg will ask her what her star sign is, and Melazine reveals that she is a Gemini. And she likes talking, but she has no experience at singing. What's your star sign? My, I'm Aquarius. Because your birthday yeah, is Yeah, I used to January be a Capricorn 20th. before. Yeah. Yes, yes. And then I found you know out who I was else not has a Capricorn. A birthday? Do you know who else has a birthday on January 20th? You. Me! Yeah. We yeah I think I knew that, right? Together. Yeah. We, we share the same birthday. You get more yeah. love on your so birthday. So you're Aquarius, right? Birthday. Yes, I'm Aquarius. I am very hardcore Aquarius. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, not very hardcore it. because I have a lot of Capricorn and I That's have fair. Pisces. Pisces. Pisces, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm a mess. Well... Melazine is going to sing, and Greg will advise her to bring it up with a little more energy, with enunciation and vigor. Melazine goes again, and well, the conviction is there again. She's glowing for sure, but autotune will definitely help him out later. She's feeling happy when she takes the advice and does well. It was everything to her to get advice from Greg. Aquarella is up, and she will reveal that she has done no singing or writing before. She is raw. Time to cook. Aquarella has never sang before and is intimidated that she is about to sing in front of the Queen of the Universe with the pipes. But she tells her that she works with clown makeup and likes things to be colorful, so that's where she's heading with her verse. Now, in front of the mic, it's very interesting. She loves doing stuff with her arms, and Greg was very fascinating, fascinated by the rap that she dropped. She will tell her, great, but let's find a rhythm. And they tried to fix the rhythm with tips and takes and training, but Greg will break down how the rap needs to be placed in the rhythm, and I think it did help. She wants her to find her two moods with the soft and the bold. If you had the choice in a track, sing a rap. 
at this specifically track, I would sing, not rap. I don't think rap fits well in that bit. I agree. Yeah. Well, Greg tells her the secret of rapping is being confident, and Aquarella is ready to be herself. And now we have Diva Moore ready to give us give us more. Diva will be talking about herself and kind of rapping. Um, and Greg is like, uh, how about you sing for me instead? Let's do some singing. And the tone that Diva will give us is very perplexing. And Greg's face, uh, she she was a little confused. Rapping is not easy. And Diva will tell us she is nervous and starting to tremble and sweat. She will go again. And this time you can tell the confidence has dropped a little bit. So Greg is going to coach her. And it helps. Last, but certainly not least, it's Miranda. Will she give us the whistle tones of Miss Davina DeCampo? No, she's not like Miss Davina <laughs> DeCampo when it comes to the voice. No. She will make an entrance because she's a fun character and can't believe she's so close to Greg who wants to know about the experience with this crazy challenge. Miranda says that this is the Olympics, but her lyric writing, it was a difficult experience. She wrote a little verse, something simple. She says that the hardest thing now is trying to be succinct because she wants to talk about so many things, but luckily the expert Greg Queen is there. On the mic, she will try very hard and go very over the top, and Greg will be like, hold up, let's figure out, let's figure out how to make this work. Greg will have her play around with words as a way to remind her, you're not a singer, but you can campify if you want. Do you think that's good advice for someone who's not a singer is to lean into the camp? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's drag race. I mean, nobody's expecting you to be the biggest voice on earth. It's not the queen of the universe. Thank God this is not a singing competition because it was really a struggle (laughs) for everybody there. But yeah, yeah, just embrace it. And you know, sometimes you just have to embrace it. Like, listen, I'm going to camp make yeah. this camp and then I'm going to give my best, have fun and make it crazy. That's it. Now, I, I want to mention one moment of Queen of the Universe season two. Chloe V. How do we feel? Oh, my friend. Chloe is amazing. She sings very well. She tried well. so hard. I didn't uh, follow no, and there there were some things that happened backstage with her that I don't want to mention here, but I don't think That's they fine. they showed her, you know, justice. I don't know, but you know, they did her dirty. Her. They did her very dirty. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense totally. Like they just had Greg Queen winning from Brazil. I don't think they would bring another <laughs> Brazilian queen to win. You no, know what I mean? So I think I she was cast to be eliminated. But not too bad. I agree. I agree. Okay. So Miranda says, passion is a dish better served in drag. Um, that line is going to be a line we will all remember uh, for a very long time. So Miranda, great lyric writing. Very, very smart. Now that's it. And you this know what's interesting? Go ahead. If, yeah. if it was in, in, in the United States, the queens would get that phrase already and transform into all the merch that they can do it. And this is not a culture we have in Brazil yet. So she didn't do it. She'll do it soon. I'll, I advise her right now for DragCon, get it ready. Please. <laughs> now, Greg is going to joke with the music producer that he was lucky to have headphones on because he didn't hear a thing and it was rough. Um, not the host shading the girls with them out of the room. Well, she's she was being honest. She was. I thought the same. She said it. She said it. All right, because they're doing the most on day one, it's time to get their dance on choreography. Um, We're going to discuss what we see 
and then when we get to the music video discuss this again so let's let, let's 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 go through now again as someone who watches the show like their life depends on it please note that production put a cover on the main stage so these bitches don't scuff up the floor with their heels very smart um i was a little worried because it didn't look completely flat so i was scared that someone might trip but they're rehearsing on the main stage despite not being able to perform on the main stage interesting why do you think they pref- they rehearsed on the main stage? Was it just for show? I have no idea. I have no idea, but I knew I know that they used the choreography. They did it on the video, but they never showed. Right. Right. All right. So who's going to take the lead at choreographing? Miranda raised her hand and she's like, no, I'm just kidding. But Melo will take charge despite her saying she can dance, not choreograph. Which there is a difference, and and we have to remember in, in the history of Drag Race, some queens who are good at dancing can't teach, and that's fine. Miranda pushes back and says that she'll be better than she is, so Melanie Melusine knows her fate was sealed. She doesn't want the responsibility, but Bettina says that they're there for her and will help her out. She's not alone. She's just the chef. We're going to watch as they do the first part of the group choreo, and it's good coming from Melusine. And then the other girls are like, wait... You think we can do this as they stand there and watch? <laughs> they are terrified. Right. Now, yes. from your knowledge of our, but it's our so... six here, did, are any of them dancer dancers? Well, I don't know. Like, Bettina, I know she doesn't dance. I mean, sorry, Bettina, if you dance, I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Maybe... That's why it's a risk also at the first challenge, someone just like take yeah. the lead and like, I'm gonna do the choreography because it's very easy for if everything goes wrong, it, blame on the choreographer, you know? Yes. But I don't know. Naz is not liking this. She will suggest something to Melazine for her part, but it's told dragging her would be too messy. So I guess she wanted to be drunk on the floor. Diva says that you can miss some steps, but not mess up the lyrics. Is that fair to say? Yes, because if you're Agreed. in a group dance, you don't you forget the the steps. Keep lip syncing and just improve on your steps. You know that that happened to me before. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's all about the energy that you're doing. Of course, if you sure. mess up the choreography very bad, we'll see that. But it's more important for you to know the lyrics because then you can improvise your movements. Melazine says they have a base. They know what they want to do. Now they have to rehearse all night long. It is elimination day, or is it? Ooh, the girls come in singing, let's do drag race. May the best drag queen win. (laughs) The competition is about to be fierce, despite being tired and shitting in their pants. But Tina says that from home, you don't realize how fast the competition goes. They're running in heels. Now, again, we don't want to, we'll only speculate, but uh, this must have been a very, very, very quick turnaround uh, filming day. Yeah. They did a lot. Yeah, they did it in two days, right? Yes. They still cannot believe their first challenge is in a music video. Melazine really thought she'd come in and just have a fan blowing for a photo shoot, but no, they're starting with a bang. They all think they'll be great. As Naza says, they can each embody their own personality in the music video. To which Melazine comes in and says, except for you. So shady in the morning. 
Well, did you count already how many times Melusine was shady? I, I, if you took a drink, I'd probably be drunk. <laughs> so Diva will ponder whether someone will get eliminated, and if they had any inkling on how Drag Race Philippines to uh, two did, they should be worried because someone will get eliminated there. They all say they hope so, and it could be Naza. Still, the shade, poor little twenty-two year old. She's gonna, she's gonna be the peon. It's time yeah, to get ready. To be careful, not under underestimate people. We never know. It's true. Time to get ready. Get in face for the runway. Miranda shares she started doing drag a long time ago as a delicious theater joke, something whimsical to do. It was also her way to let so much out as she had a lot on her shoulders. She goes on to say that sometimes they forget where they're doing drag, and it's very important to take that into account. She notes that drag, or as she called it, female impersonation, is a huge challenge in Brazil. Now, we spoke about that a little bit on uh, the preview podcast. Um, for those who may not have listened to it, how would you describe how the Brazilian drag scene is in relation to just the society as a whole? Yeah, it's very difficult. Like like I mentioned before, Brazilian drag queens, they don't have space to perform. And when they have, they don't get paid well. So it, they have to improvise a lot, like to, to yeah. put up a look, you know, to have a space to perform. Sometimes they don't even make any money. They just do it because they want to show their art. So sure. it's very difficult. It's really difficult, especially also with all the homophobia, the transphobia that we had in Brazil in the past years with the previous president. So it was a very challenging moment for all queer artists in Brazil. So, yeah, it's difficult, very difficult. Melazine says it's hard to come from a scene without opportunities. And Bettina says they're letting out their art that society made them keep hidden as they front uh, want them to ask for masculinity in their presentation. Melazine wants to live every pain and every gain from Drag Race. And with that, let's get to our first pain of the season. Backstory time for Aquarella. Let's discuss doing drag with glasses on. Naza will ask her if she's trying to do to not use them or use contact lenses, and Aquarella shares she can't use contacts as it does not work with her poor vision, and she's allergic. How can she do everything with glasses? Well, she says it's made her take everything into account. Her glasses were her main concern in this competition. She thought they would be an obstacle in her drag, but it's pushed her further because she started going after solutions. She shares that she couldn't follow tutorials on the internet, so she had to be her own reference and find her own signature makeup. She says her makeup is supposed to hide from under the glasses, when it, which is why it's exaggerated. She shares a sad story that she had to stop doing drag for some time as her glasses broke. She will break down in confessional and share that they broke once and couldn't afford a new pair. She asked for money on the internet and her friends and fans helped her buy a new pair, which is amazing. And we love community support. Uh, did not expect this to be our first backstory from the season, but um, definitely a first. We've never heard this kind of story before. Yeah, it was very emotional. Also, for me, it was a little bit out of nowhere, that that yeah, story. Yes. All of a sudden, she was crying. And at the first moment, I thought she was not really crying. I thought she was, you know, putting some drama on the side. But then I saw she was really crying. And, of course, it's a very 
special moment for her, right? Because, you know, because of her art, she couldn't make it because she doesn't have the glasses, but then she had the support for the from the community. It was beautiful. That's what I also love about Drag Race in general, those moments where we get to see the vulnerability from the queens and the back, background stories. I love this part. So it was very nice to get to know a little bit more of Aquarelle in that sense. And and as crazy and silly as it sounds, like if there are other drag artists who do wear glasses, like they're being seen in this moment. Of course, yes. Visibility. And I'm sure there are a lot. Yeah. We will have a bit of a montage of the girls painting because we could not pivot and go to the main stage after that crying session. But that's it for now. Look forward to more backstories throughout the season. And for the first time in Drag Race Brazil history, let's bring it to the runway. Our hostess, Grad Queen, looks killer Ooh. in this stunning pink moment. So much tool to go around. And that mug. Um, she looks so sweet. And then you see all those tattoos. She's a bad girl. I love it. She is. She is. She is. And again, like this um, space was made for her. Like she's a very good host. She looks incredible. Her makeup, everything is so perfect. Not crazy about their hair, but besides that, I think everything is great. Also, please note when she hit her mark, uh, she did the Rue hands while she was standing there. She did the little um, homage to Rue. I loved it. Yeah. Our panelists here. We have Bruno Braga, who seems like a boss bitch. We have Dudu Bertoloni. Uh, Looney, who may or may not be related Bertolini. to Betty, I'm not sure. Bertolini. Um, I was getting acid Betty vibes. Did you Did you see that too? From From Dudu, yeah, I can yeah. see it a little bit. And finally, your guest judge is Gretchen, and I don't know if she knew what she was signing up for, but she was ready to party. She is She is a personality. She's a media personality in Brazil, so she knows how to work TV. Yeah. All right. Here's how we're going to do things, friends. We are going to discuss the music video and then move on to the runways. Festa com Mizau. What does that translate to? What is the title of the track? It's like partying with my love, with love my that. baby. We yeah. are really doing a music video, girls. This is not a performance on the main stage. We have entered our video vixen era. We will start off on Planet Naza. She looks fine. Not a great look. And the hair is a bit small for that humidity. Um, is she a, quote, cocksucker? I guess that's for all of us to find out later on. What did you think of her performance? Aren't her we all? <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. To be honest, I think... I don't know. It, it might sound that I, I hate NASA, right? But I don't. I really don't. But I think her energy was not there. Like, to start the yeah. lyrics, to start the music video, her tone, the tone of her voice was so down that it didn't impress me. I mean, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't like anybody. The music yeah. video for uh, me was horrible. Whole thing, deleted. But talking about her specifically... She she seemed she was having fun though. She was Absolutely. she was like, you know what? I don't know how to do it, but I'm gonna have fun. And I think she she had fun. Next up is Diva Moore, and I only knew it was Diva Moore because of the sound that came out of her mouth. Um, 
I did not care for this look at all. I'm not sure what she was playing for, but the exposed course, it broke my brain. Um, and that flat blue wig, come on. I knew they were purple. It oh. was, it could have been better. And her lip sync was not as strong as it could be. Again, very difficult challenge here. Yeah, it's a very difficult challenge, but you also have to make it happen, right? You cannot, Absolutely. I mean, at that point, they are already in drag race so they have to make it happen so just embrace it get crazy exaggerate but the the thing is when we have challenges like this in drag in rupaul's drag race we usually have scenes of someone directing them like like michelle visage would say like cut this i think you should do this and this right. and this we didn't see that from the music video so we we don't know if they just went to the studio and recorded everything they had because if you come to watch the, the video, you see a camera on the top of them. They were looking somewhere, but then the other, the other camera was showing them looking up. It was so weird. There was no direction. It was strange. And if, if they had a direction, we didn't see it. We got our first chorus where we will see our other players, but we're going to see their looks for when we get to their verse. That being said, watching them sing and spin, they, they was cute. They, they were definitely told, play around, and they, they played. Latina Polaroid really showed us that her favorite decade is the 80s. That hair was metal realness. I didn't like the look. Not as dominating as her entrance look. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even though we could see the reference, I don't, I mean, it's just the first episode that we only saw the Meet the Queens and some interviews. And on the first episode, everything is around the 80s, the the rock star vibe and everything. But I, I'm starting to get to see what else do you have Absolutely. to offer? Are we going to be only on the 80s this whole time? Because if that's the case, it's going to get tiring, I think. I don't know. I don't think I was living based on her lyrics because they didn't quite land in the way she delivered them. When we move over to Aquarella, she really gave you urban realness in her look. I, the jacket. I don't know if she was like, I'm going to give you this jacket and you're either going to love it or hate it. But I kind of laughed that she wore like a puffer jacket. Yeah, I mean, I think she delivered more on the way she looked than on her attitude in the music yes. video. Yes. Like, I can see that she's very shy in general. And I also, it's cute. Like we had some very shy queens in the past too that, you know, at least in front of the cameras were very quiet and shy. But it's dangerous. It's dangerous because you can be forgotten very easily. Yeah. Yeah, she got a lot of colors going on. The color story was there with the pinks and purples. I think her rap was fine, but you're right. The energy was not quite there. Now, our second chorus gave us the moment where each queen said their name, and I'm glad they did because usually in these kinds of songs, they insert their name as part of their verse. So I'm glad to know why they didn't insert their name as part of their verse because it was coming on later. Next up is Miranda. And yeah. I will tell you right now, I sent screenshots of her to a bunch of my friends, and every single one of them thought this actually was Davina DeCampo. That is Davina's red hair yeah it's you know insane. when you mentioned that before to me i was like no i don't think so but then after watching this episode i only thought about you saying that i was like oh my god it's true and then <laughs> in the music video that wig is like girl it is divina <laughs> but i'm so 
I'm not gonna say sad because she had great intentions in wearing that outfit that she wore on the music video, but this is a very iconic pattern from Rio. There is this guy, there was because he's not alive anymore, but he used to paint the whole town in, in Rio on the walls, like on the streets with messages of, you know, beautiful messages about self-love and loving each other. It, he became an icon in the history of Rio and she used that pattern on that outfit which, that we couldn't see it well. That's sad because that's, that's beautiful. But yeah, yeah, but her look was good. I liked it. I, I was impressed with her look. I was impressed with her performance. She really gave us confidence and conviction. Um, I'm a big fan of hers. I'm really starting to make her one of my tops. I finally, can hear you. I'm sorry? I couldn't you hear, hear you the, the last part. Yes. Oh, I was just saying that she's a big, I'm a big fan of her. I was, I was a fan of her confidence conviction. Yeah. And finally, it's Melazine, who looked not too bad. I did love the denim jacket, but the rest of the look, um, not great. She missed her lyrics a few times, but I think she did well performing for the camera. What did you think? I think she looked very beautiful. Like, the makeup and the hair, I liked it. The look, I didn't yeah. like it. But also, I felt that even though she had moments working well with the camera, I felt that sometimes she was not there. Yeah. But I don't know if it's the editing, too. We never know. Let's talk about the editing. Now, remember, that group choreo session, we saw them work on the main stage. Did it just not make the final cut? Why did we even spend time with the choreo? Like, why did we not have a full group moment? That's very weird because they had that moment. They, they just didn't put it in the, the final editing. But I think if they were cutting that off, they should have cut the part of the... the the rehearsal too, because it didn't make Agreed. any sense. Agreed. For me, it, it's one of those moments where, sure, what happens on camera stays on camera. It, it, everything is, is part of the edit. But we're going to hear about some of the critiques from the judges based on what they viewed in the music video. So it's almost like they decided how this is going to turn out. So it's not, you can't blame the girls for what they presented on yeah. a completed music video. I do think the song is interesting. It was a good bop. I'm sure people will dance to it. Is it one of the best drag race tracks? No. No. No, but it's so bad that it's becoming good. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> now, um, you, you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. Do you anticipate this track being done again for next week's Girls? I don't think it's going to be the same because I as I don't know, I don't know for sure, but like this group was uh, called the good girls and the second right. group is going to be called the bad girls. Right. I think it's ah. a completely different vibe. I'm here for yeah. it. All right. Category is my roots in honor of the runway. We will play hometown hero or hometown zero. Now, normally I would say, what would you do for this category? But I'm not going to ask you that question because when you get on the show, you're probably going to show us because this runway is going to be used again. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going there, but we'll see. We'll see. Melazine Sparkle, no designers listed. As the first ever look to walk down the runway, 
She gave us an iconic moment. It was camp. It is perfect for all those furry fetishists. Uh, she's giving us a capybara in a bikini, and it very much was giving me Ellie Diamond as the seagull vibes. But the fact that the judges have no idea what the animal is is a bad sign. I think showing her face was a very smart move, though the narrative of it being hot in her hometown only came through because that's what they told us. I don't know if this is a look that she wanted to start her drag race career with, but I'm glad her entrance look saved the day. Yeah, I mean, it's very weird, and which is fine, but I also had the problem identifying what kind of animal, you know, she was trying to portray on the runway. Everybody had that same problem. Only Greg, apparently, she knew she was, how do you call that, capybara? capybara? I don't yeah. even know how to say it. Have you it. ever seen a capybara yeah. before? No, never. I mean, probably in the zoo. But I don't know if you've been to Melusine's Instagram. She posted her picture wearing that same outfit along among with all the capybaras from where she, she's from. So it's very oh, funny. I love that. Did she's she, po making... she posted that today, right? Yeah. It, it's on her I Instagram. Really yes. like okay. Amazing. Ludo says he loved the energy in the video as she, can't, as she caught his eye. He did not like the green leotard as it could have looked more glamorous he says it shouldn't match the energy and the look wasn't as strong bruna says her look lacked storytelling so they could understand without having to think hard first she thought she was a dog then thought it was from osaka like her and trying to be a hot dog and then she thought she was a horse gretchen says regardless of having some sparkle on her look she needs to shine from the inside and says she does that greg says that she told him she was a copy but nobody believed her she tells her her look looks great and loves the beach look as it's very Brazilian with the bikini. I'm not impressed, so I will go with hometown zero. I didn't hear what? I'm going to go with a hometown zero for her look. Hometown zero? What does that mean? Like, that's your score for so her that's look? that's the boot. Yeah, so it's like a boot. Okay. Tudor boot. It's a boot for me. Audience, 30% hometown hero, 70% hometown zero. Latina Polaroid, no designers listed. I love a lot about this when it comes to the whimsy of the shapes on the bodysuit and the tool. They paired very well. This seemed very form-fitting, so I wondered if it could be cinched even more to give her that stronger hourglass shape. The cape was beautiful. The panties showing through is a massive no-no. I think she looks happy, and that smile is beautiful. I'm not quite sure what the piece that connects the bust on top is it's not a necklace that's but it's trying to be a necklace for me it's a good safe look um i'm curious to see if she will play around with proportions a bit moving forward yeah i don't know uh, like i said before here on the on the first podcast brazilian drag is not really known for wearing pads and and right corsets right but i think for the show we i think they're gonna do that just for the show but Bettina's look is very much Rio, Rio de Janeiro the pattern that she wears like I actually have a, a, a an outfit with the same pattern it's from the Copacabana beach sidewalk so that's very iconic the, the detail that is connecting the two parts of her bodysuit is the sugar loaf that we have a cable car that connects the two mountains so that's Amazing. exactly what she's doing there. Yeah. So this is very real. When when she enters the runway, you know right away she's from Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. I love and then that. when she opens that big cape, 
she we see another part of Rio, which is like more downtown where they have more like a Bohemia, you know, vibe, Bohemian vibe. But I I agree, it can be too much. But I like it. It's a Greg tool. says. Absolutely. Greg says that as soon as she came out, she heard Girl from Ipanema. Gretchen says she brought real showgirls to the stage and brought Virginia Lane. Duda says he lost her in the video and says maybe it was lacking energy. He says there was a lot going on with the look and says he didn't like seeing her panties underneath the bodysuit. Greg says she loved her in the music video, but says she lacked a little bit of enunciation. She says her look is very clear. They got her message. She says she loves that she's very polished and has a sense of humor. I love this look. It's a hometown hero for me. For me, too. Audience, 90% hometown hero, 10% hometown zero. Naza, no designers listed. I really love this because it's giving me country pop star realness. It's a strong, cohesive look. The colors are perfect. She nailed the denim and silver. It's giving me that early 2000s Britney and Justin. I think the hat being all disco ball was very prominent. And I almost wish she married that into the denim more, gave us a little bit of a denim moment in the hat. The jacket is covering up the body. So I'll be curious to see how she works with her body moving forward. But I, I, I kind of did like this look. I think it's a very safe look because it's very well put together. You know, I agree, like, the, the hat and the outfit, they would they would be better if they communicate among them. Like, if even if putting some of the stones on the jeans, which I think it's amazing right. when you have a jeans with crystals, it's very beautiful. But I think she worked very well with that. I mean, it's, it's simple, but it's well done, put together and cohesive. Absolutely. So she, and, and fringes, oh, come on. Everybody loves fringes. We sure do. Bruna says that she had a lot of fun and she was the highlight in the video and the runway. Dudu says that she made him laugh as soon as the video started with the funniest lyrics. He says he loved her look and says she he's in June Spare for this look. He says it's simple, but also smart moving great on stage, which compliments her personality. Gretchen says she saw a very confident woman. And Grant says she loved her performance and really liked her lyrics and says they were naughty and thinks she is a drag cow girl. I will go hometown hero. Yeah, she's a hometown hero for me. Audience 83% hometown hero, 17% hometown zero. Miranda Labrau, look by Elvada Morafinios, Juliana Nobre, and Tiago Labrau, headpiece by Miranda. Okay. She is really shooting a strong load here. She's going for broke and giving you references and camp and hoping it reads on the runway. She is sharing that she is serving a house in Rio with the wall with the glass on it. The hose, I think, is a very campy touch, um, but this is Drag Race. Give me some glitter on it. I think this la look is lacking sparkle and shine and feels very flat. And I feel like she could have brought in some flash to really amplify the look. I hate that the dress is not lined. That's just a personal preference. That being said, I feel like someone from Rio would have a lot more of a connection to this look. What did you think? Totally. Actually, that bothered me a little bit because I felt like they didn't have the references from that look because it's amazing, the reference. I agree that it could have been done more, you know, sparkly and draggy, but, you know, the dress represents the walls from the, the houses mm -hmm. with the red bricks. And then we have those glass 
broken glass on top so people cannot jump on that wall and you know rob your house that's very right. very common like to have those glasses on top of their walls also the the plant like i don't know the name of that plant that she's wearing on her leg the green one mm. that's also part of like a mystic thing like it, it gives you good luck and prevents bad you know energy comes into your house so the references are all there but i agree that could have been done more fitting and you know not too messy but but i think that the critiques like when they say oh, i didn't understand it's not clear blah 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 i don't agree with that i, I mean i think they lack references on that look. that's fair Juju yeah. says he did not love this look and says maybe she should edit her ideas a little bit to create a more harmonious result. He says he lost her in the music video in the middle of the performance that she didn't stand out. Bruna says her lyrics were as crazy as Javon's. She knows that she said passion is a dish better served than drag. To learn Japanese and Braille sounds basic now. Gretchen says that the look confused her a bit and Greg says that the headpiece is amazing as it has Brazil's greatest security system. Um, again, if it was a little <laughs> grander and draggier, I will give her more, but I'm going to go with a soft hometown zero. I give a, a very good hometown hero for this look. Because I see the references. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Audience, 55% hometown hero, 45% hometown zero. Aquarella, no designers listed. Her look is inspired by a church at Lagao de Pompulsha. Also, peep her with a stuffed capybara. Uh, and no, I'm not talking about Melozine. She is not on in her look. Uh, I think the graphic of the look is really exciting. The shapes she's crafted are really unique and look very similar to the source material. It's the fit. It's just a little bulky and completely encompassed her. Now, again, I know it's the Americanized lens, but I want her to have a more snatched waist. Yeah. Well, this is going to be probably something that we're going to see a lot. Like, again, like I said, it's not common for Brazil to have that. Yeah. Let's say the patronized shape that we used to have. But, you know, drag is different. Like, people have Absolutely. different bodies and everything. So this is like a Brazilian way of drag. And I think it's going to be weird at the beginning, but people will eventually get used to it. But her look, Absolutely. I love it. Uh, it's very, you know, she posted a picture of the church that she was inspired from to make this look very, very good. The the references are all there. And the geometry of this dress also is very interesting. I really like it. For me, it's a hometown hero for sure. Ju says her, that her outfit is beautiful and loves her thought process. Bruna loved her lyrics and got her when she talked about food. She says when you mix bologna and mozzarella, she's in. Greg says she rapped and was Miss Aquarella from the block. She says she thinks it lacked enunciation too, but she took the risk and sometimes risks make us grow. But they also make us stumble. She will highlight her makeup as is crazy. As she is crazy about it. I too will go with hometown hero. Audience. 60% hometown hero, 40% hometown zero. Diva Moore, uh, no designers listed. We are getting campy up in here. She's giving me the Madame Madness look from her Holland runway with the cows in the pasture. I think she did well with this look as an anamorphic cow. I like the silhouette of the skirt and the top. And yes, they are a two-piece. The shoulders are giving you puff of a cloud. I think her mug is fun. The orange hair I didn't care for, but that being said, I think it was a very smart move to have such a... Uh, drastic contrast 
the headpiece yes. got a bit lost and i wish if she wanted to give us more sky it would have been even bigger if she didn't have it on i still would have had the same impact that being said i like queens pushing boundaries and she surely pushed the boundaries here yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the hat, I don't care that much, but I love the look, like the whole package, the, you know, it's very clear to understand that where she comes from, there are a lot of cows. Mm-hmm. She even said that there's more, there are more cows than people in where she comes <laughs> from, but it's very clear and it's a very well made look. So, and, and also she's, she's weird. I mean, even more, I say this with all my heart, she's weird and, and, that works for looks like this, you know, when you go to the runway yeah. looking like a cow with grass and clouds and everything. So for me, I love it. I agree. Greg will call her Diva more. She felt that she lacked energy and enunciation. She says she could have explored the melody they worked on. Bruno says what lacked in the video and that's what she wanted and what they expected from her was served on the runway. Dudus liked her performance on the runway as she was able to show her grace and sense of humor and says it was still fashion, noting she has puff sleeves and an A-line skirt. He says this grace was missing in the video as she was the one who didn't stand out. Excuse me. Gretchen says she captivated her. She loved her outfit and fell in love with her presentation. She says she is an actress all the time. She says in the video for the first challenge, having to write lyrics, dance, and record it, it was amazing. Hometown hero. For me too, hometown hero. Audience, 85% hometown hero, 15% hometown zero. Now the girls will head backstage for their first Untucked Junior of the franchise, but the format's going to shake up a little bit. Usually this is where we would do the Untucked, uh, but the judges are going to share their opinions with each other first. I'm curious if this is going to be the format or if this is just a precursor of what's to come. The queens ponder what will happen after the judge critiques. Diva thinks it's going to be her, Bettina, and Miranda at the bottom. But before they can contemplate any more, the alarm goes off. What's that? Something new? They head to the video screen where they will learn that Greg says that the biggest mistake of good girls is being too innocent. She's not making any decisions until the whole family is there. That means no elimination this week because we're about to meet the rest of the fam. Were you gagged by this big twist? Yes. Yes, because I don't I loved think it. I, I've seen this before where we get, I mean, we had split premieres but we got to see them in the same episode but different formats and everything so it was a gaggy moment i like it now i'm so excited that you're here because miss pietro parker gets a comment on all 12 queens let's go through our next six yay um it says it's the following day i'm sure someone can tell us if it was actually the following day or if they were filmed simultaneously like they did in philippines too I don't know. We'll find out one day, but let's begin. There's no shade. P-U-S-S-Y. Pretty. It's Shonen Scarlet. She is 26 years old and lives in Rio de Janeiro. She says she'll serve gag-worthy stuff, and we have no idea what to expect because she'll serve things no one's ever seen her serve. She wants to be rich. She wants to be famous. She wants to have many followers. Same, sis. I feel you, girl. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, you when I was doing the... Yeah. When I was doing the viewing party, the moment she entered the workroom, the whole place screamed. So I think Shannon, Sh- we call her Shannon, Shannon Scarlett, she is a sensation. She's someone that her inner light 
you know, illuminates everywhere she goes because everybody's loving her. And I love her too. Yeah, I think I like presence. the energy very much. Yeah. She made a presence. She's not here to play. And I'm very excited about that look. I love that look. Very fun, very urban, very real because, you know, graffiti and everything. So I love it. Yes. Look by Elsa Patrice, Graffiti by Teal Sal Graffiti. All right. I really adore this look. It's urban. It's bright. She is telling us exactly who she is through this look. I love the braids, the mug is stamped. Uh, Low-key big fan of Shannon just from the impact of this look and her entrance. I can't wait to see more. Same. It's a toot. Totally toot for me. And her... Her called that the one that she's wearing, the, the vest, the big one, has her uh -huh. face in the back. And it looks very good. <laughs> I, I could it. see it on the Instagram. It's perfect. They didn't show it a lot on TV, but take a look at her Instagram. It's going to be amazing. Audience loved it. 81% too, 19% poop. She will wait for the rest of the cast on the couch because she is the first one and she is messy and loud. She is that bitch. Well, what is that bitch? What is shining? It's Ruby here. Um, I'm sorry. When did Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons enter Drag Race? That confessional look was wild. <laughs> yeah, Ruby I Ocean agree. 29 from the Federal District. She says she is the most awarded drag fashionista in Brazil's Central West region. Fact or fiction? Is she making shit up? Well, it sounds like, right, based on what you see and what she says, it's a little bit weird. But maybe where she comes from, that's the fashion. I don't know. The look is by Ruby. I think there are fashion elements to it, but I'm a bit underwhelmed. I think the color blocking of yellow and plaid is bold. She knows she's a fashion girly, but is her taste up to par? I think the gold chain hair was a moment. I've never seen something like that. I just wanted a bigger impact. If you're going to be the fashion queen of the season, I need to know you are the fashion queen of the season. Especially because this is something that she keeps repeating. Like Nasa says she's the most beautiful and I agree she's <laughs> very beautiful. But with Ruby Ocean, I still haven't seen much of her fashion icon fashion moment. But as she said, fashion is not what we are used to see. It's much more than that. So probably we're going to learn from her that maybe we're yeah. wrong this whole time. I kidding. I'm going to go a soft boot on this. Uh, I'm going to go with a boot, but not soft. Audience still like it. 71% toot, 29% boot. Interesting, friends. Interesting. Okay. The girls are going to hug it out as a new era begins. They seem to be strangers. And Ruby says she was slightly intrigued by Shannon, but her, um, because she was the first one there. That's the only reason why. But we're going to add more kids. It's time for the dirty work. Don't come for her because she's from the North. Don't try her because she's from Belém. It's Tristan Soledad and she is 34. She calls herself an Amazonian she-devil with an old school twist. She claims an hourglass shape. She claims she has an hourglass shape with glitz and glamour, but always serving something different. She says that her hometown will agree that she is their best representative. Let's talk about this look. Uh, look by Lefag Condessa. I can't be kind. It's not working at all. The boning in the corset is causing things to collapse. The red dress is ill-fitting. The pleather is wrinkled. The proportions up top are, top are not right. 
I truly hope this is the worst and the best is yet to come. Yeah, I think the idea could be interesting, but it's not very fitting. Like everything is wrong about the way that she's wearing that dress. Everything is falling apart. Like the the corsets all the way down there. Like the the chest part, it's very wrinkly. Yeah, and it's messy. I'm not impressed at all. It's a boot. It's a very big boot for me. <laughs> And the audience, 5% to 95% boot. Not yeah, fair. It's time to meet each other, but it will be Shannon who will call out that Tristan's look was falling to pieces, but shut her mouth as it wouldn't be right to read her from the start. I disagree. Drag her. Drag her. Right. Make good television. <laughs> we need that. <laughs> Tristan says that she knows Shannon from the papers. She's famous. Tristan loves her work and says it will be hard to take her down. Ruby will note that they have their first bearded queen, but Tristan thinks that with Ruby, they don't have to be so basic. This group is really coming for each other. I love it. I'm I'm always here for some little drama. Yeah, you know what's interesting? Like I'm I'm enjoying seeing Tristan talking. I think it's yeah. she's a very nice queen to talk to and learn a little bit from her background, but that look didn't cause an impression no bueno no no scream and shout and gag because here i am maldisha from behind it's helena maldisha she is a leo maldita. She tells that... oh, say it again maldita maldita Ta. she tells us that helena means someone who shines and glows is the best she will say she is a parallel between all the people who are on the margins of society, LGBTQIA plus people, and she is part of that. She says, although she's good people who create beautiful things, they've been seen as cursed by society, and that's why her name means shiny and cursed. Her confessional look. Uh, she did not shave her brows completely because you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, some of them. I don't have that part. I shave everything. No. You go, gone. Oh, it's Her much look, easier. No designers listed. Yeah. No designers listed. This is a winning look for me. I love the play of the neon green and purple. The hair is giving you monster while she's got the glasses on her head. I think the execution of the elements are a bit weak, but the overall impact this look has is great. She went to the Raja O'Hara school to put her name on her look, but hers looks much better than Raja's ever did. Uh, I love this look. I love this look too. I love the colors. I love the way she constructed everything. Her legs showing up with those neon green things. Her body looks great. The The wig is everything. And the glasses on top. I mean, I love it. I agree. It's, it's a, a two. Yeah. Audience, it's 100% two. Big, big fans. They all seem gagged to see her. She says she is so happy to see Shannon there. There's no shade throwing this time, but Helena will say that her biggest competition is Ruby because she is a seamstress as well and has won many awards. Okay, well, more people talking about awards. Can't wait to see them. Can't wait to see them either. Here's the most futuristic babe in Brazil. The future is in our hands. Let's make them re make the revolution. Nice to meet you. It's Dallas Deville. She is 26, and that twink in confessional is blue in the hair department. 
She is about awareness as art is a great space for them to spread their messages. And she loves doing that when she performs. She says she is very futuristic, robotic, and cyberpunk and likes to bring different future possibilities that can also be positive. Okay, her look. No designers listed. I kind of do like it. It's futuristic and well curated. Is it a bit simple? Yes. Does it fit the persona she's told us about? Yes. I do love the white hair and the volume the pigtails are giving. The hammer and sickle was an interesting touch and not something I expected. Now, usually when I see those that imagery, I think of Russia. It, does the hammer and sickle have any relation to Brazil? Well, it's more about like a political statement too, right? Yes. Yeah. But... I, in general, I love her. I, I even told her this today, actually, because her look, it, it impressed me a little bit because I don't know if it's in comparison to everything that we've seen so far in the entrances, this first mm -hmm. episode. I think it was fun. Like, we can really also read her, the kind of queen she yes. is, a futuristic queen with her hair is different, her metallic bodysuits and everything. I like it, and I love the the body shape too. It's very sexy. Yes. She she's she's giving me like a very sexy, you know, alien. So I like it. I like it very I'm here much. For it's it. simple. I agree. It's, it's simple, but yeah. it it's cohesive and it's it's fun. I agree. Two. It's a very big tooth for me. Audience, eighty-one percent two, nineteen percent boot. She runs on over to the other girls. Ruby liked the futuristic vibe, but says it reminded her of a baked potato. Oh, that's mean. Tinfoil couture. Come on, Jiggly Caliente. <laughs> uh, Dallas is shook as she finds the other girls beautiful. And finally, Eleganza, extravaganza, Organza. The queen has arrived, and that confessional look is straight from the 90s, hair pick and all. It is Organza. She is 30 years old from Rio de Janeiro. Uh, another one. Uh, she is going to be a breakout star of this cast. I love her and her energy and and it feels like she was meant to be there. You know what I mean? And yes. her entrance look and all the energy and everything, it was for me perfect. I love that wig. I mean, I don't know why Lux is crying with the size of that hair, but she's really good. I love it. She says she's a mixture of everything she believed in when she was a gay child and notes that organza is a light fabric. It's high fashion refined, but it's also a synthetic and highly flammable fabric. And that defines her drag. She has come here to serve entertainment, looks, performance, and to fight. There we have it. The look is by organza and Rene Aguedes, hair by Curtis Negra. Um, I love the color story with the warm colors. Orange, pink, and yellow do work well. I think the wrapped braids in the matching colors were dynamite. I do want to say that the only problem I had with the elements making up the look, they did feel a little simple and flat. There isn't sparkle, and I wish it popped a bit more. But, I mean, again, if you're looking for something that's going to make an impact to your eye, nailed it. Yeah, the colors are there. I mean, not a, sometimes you don't really need to put a lot of shine and sparkle on the outfit. It's more about the statement that it causes when you watch yes. it, when you look at it. So I think the the movement that those braids they make when she moves is like very nice and the colors very alive like her. So I, I like it. It's a toot. It's a toot for me.
Audience 70% toot, 30% boot. She will come to the girls, and as she does, Shannon is gagged. Tristan says that Organza is huge competition and predicts she will be at the finale with her. Okay, sis, good luck getting there. Um, you got a real stupid competition. There's a long <laughs> way to go. It's too early to say. Ruby seems to know her, as she will make note of the fabric factory missing some Organza. Helena knows her from online and will keep an eye on her. But the bond we do know about is from Shannon and Organza. They have been in the same pageants and have won the same pageants. But Shannon will say that Organza didn't win them all because she won Miss Black Beauty. They can't believe they're there together. Organza believes that Shannon is her biggest competition as she knows what she is capable of. Um, I'm really excited to see these two. I think they're going to cause so much fun and so much trouble. Yeah, they are very close friends. And I, if I'm not mistaken, they are like daughter and mother. They didn't mention oh. that on the, the episode. So I'm not now I'm not 100% sure, but that's what I thought it was. But okay. actually, I'm going to ask them. Please do. Let me know. Well, at this yeah. moment, there's six notes that every region is represented but the South, and they assume the South is coming, but not right now, because the alarm blares again. We're going to find out what happens next. Next week! I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast. Are you ready? Yeah. What is the legacy of this premiere? What is going to be the thing that we will talk about most when we go back and discuss the first episode of Drag Race Brazil? I think in general, people are going to say that the music video was horrible, that sometimes the the body shape is not what people are used to see. But if people keep watching it, they will see how much Brazilian drag is is a power, you know, in the environment yeah. that they they live in, and how much they love what they do, and how how much they take the little things they have and transform into a very great thing. So Brazilians, in general, we are known for not giving up easily to fight hard because we have to. So I think. We the people are gonna be very surprised throughout the season with everything that we're gonna find out about Brazilian drag. Yeah, I think for me the premiere and another thing I wanna say, I'm so sorry. Another thing I wanna say about the whole cast is very charismatic. Everybody is very charismatic there. That's literally what I was about to say. I think what I'm gonna remember from this premiere is you have an incredible cast. Like this cast, I'm not I don't wanna lose anyone yet. I don't want to lose anyone. I'm yeah, really, I think too. the thing with the split premiere is you get to know the Queens in a way that you don't necessarily get to when there's, you know, 50,000 in one room, drag race 15. Um, so I liked being able to meet <laughs> the Queens and understand who they are. Uh, so I think this cast is going to make this season. Fabulous. Who won the yes. week? Who had the best episode? I would say. Shannon, even though she came up at the end of the first season uh, episode, but her energy is so there that for me, yeah. she stole the spotlight for her. I'm going to just throw it out there. I know it's I'm cheating because it's, it's my podcast. I'm going to say Grad Queen. I'm going to say Grad Queen had an incredible <laughs> episode. Um, I am okay. incredibly impressed how much care she already has for these queens. Sure, she critiqued them in the on the runway a little bit, but everything was spun in a very beautiful and powerful and in positive way. I think Rag Queen might 
end up being one of the strongest hosts we have in the franchise. I agree. I agree. I think the fact that she's been, uh, you know, in the competitions before, she knows the, how difficult things are, depression and everything. I think she's doing a very great job in giving very constructive criticism to the queens because she really cares and wants them to succeed. So I, I know that she's gonna, you know, be shady a little bit, but at the end of the day, full of love to everybody. And that's amazing. Yeah. She she very much reminds me, and similarly because she was on the show, she reminds me of Nikki Doll. She really, really is passionate about this position yeah. and showcasing the drag from her home. I think this is gonna be brilliant. Now, without the entrances, it's very likely we're gonna have this very similar format next week. Um, you think we might get the entrances again? I don't know. We'll find out. But knowing our six queens, who do you think will stand out in the music video? I would say Organza. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. For me, she's going to be the one. Now, again, make a prediction. Do you think we'll have no elimination next week and wait till week three? Or do you think both groups are going to have to come together and maybe like a bottom from each team? I think we're going to have an elimination. Okay. All right. Most Listen, probably because two, two episodes first... without elimination. I That's what I was about to say. Like in Mexico, we, we didn't have an elimination episode one because they were like, we can't lose two queens at once. Uh, and they, that was a 12 episode season. I think this one, if they're following the Mexico uh, plot line, there's probably 12 as well. Uh, so we, we, we're going to have to lose someone at some point, but I don't want to. I like them all. It is part of the game. Only one is going to be the winner of Drag Race Brazil. So it's part of it. Well, speaking of, after one episode, the winner of the season is. Oh, I would say, oh, it's difficult. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, I'll, 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 because you're so close with them, you don't have to answer. But I'm going to say, based on this episode, focusing on the first six, the one who gave me winner energy, Bettina Polaroid. Okay, I can see that too, yes. Uh, she narrated a lot. She is definitely someone who feels like a winner. Um, I'm excited for her journey, but we'll see. We'll find out. Mitchell, yes. All right. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Everybody can find me at Pietra Parker on every social media. And please go watch the Drag Race Brazil Viewing Party at Frankie's Pub every Wednesday. It's a party and it's fun and you're going to love it. I'm amazed. I'm so proud that you got that viewing party happening, and I'm so proud that you got so many people there. Y'all go check it out. Thank you so much for going on this journey with me. It means a lot. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here anytime. <laughs>